This is a special episode. It's the first episode of The Regulars, which is a show that's part of the Work Talk podcast where I bring in past guests who are also working on a business or a project, like myself doing the podcast. And we're going to meet every week or two weeks to talk about what's going on. Like imagine if fucking like Peter Thiel, who owns PayPal and all his other friends, the ones who own LinkedIn and Yahoo. Imagine in the beginning stages when they're in their garages, if every week or two weeks they got together and just talked about what's going on with their business. And if imagine if they did that, documented that, that fucking, their journey from the time they're in the garage to when they got into something big and to just see their progression and follow them through. That's my idea with it. I'm not saying we're gonna end up being like Apple or freaking PayPal. So the regulars I have today is IDK Jr. He's a local music producer. He was my guest number 11. And then Tony Hannity, he was my guest number two. And he he's hosts Lazy Tech TV, which does tech reviews and he posts videos on YouTube. And we gave updates about what's going on with us, what's our next steps, what's working for us. And we dig deep into things like uh, networking and like in-person networking and how that's working for us. You know, like, hi, my name is Sally. Hi, my name is, here's my business card. Like old school networking. We talked about social media, creating content, overthinking content, what attention is and how do we get attention. But at the same time, you know, being authentic in the process. Like I'm all about trying not to bullshit. So that's what we talk about in this episode. Check it out. First episode, The Regular. So let's just have each person share what they're mainly working on, where you're at, and where you're trying to get to. And then from there, any of us could just spit questions or, or talk. Like I said, it's just imagine it like us sitting around a table drinking Hennessy and just talking shop, talking shit. So let's start off with uh, Junior first. Oh, okay. Yo, what's up? Subs. So um, let's see the past week, man. I've just yeah. been trying to get out there and network myself, um, try to meet new people in the industry, the music industry, and, uh, you know, start building relationships with these guys. And, uh, um, yeah, that, yeah, that's your, pretty much Yeah, your main goal right now is for your music, not really selling it like one-on-one, like, here's my music. Hey, you want to buy? Buy. Yours is, you're kind of thinking more macro, like, let me get some people to hear my music and get to the point where they want to, you know, distribute it. And it kind of yeah. becomes more like, how do you say like more like a brand or more well-known through that. So That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because I feel like, because um, for me, I mean, like, you have people who own websites and lease their beats. And for me, that's something that I'm, I, I want to stay away from because there's there's really, it, it's, it's, there's like a, a weird thing about leasing beats because it's like, you know, you can you can stream this amount or you can sell this many copies, but really who's going to be keeping track of that? Yeah. yeah. Like, mm -hmm. That would entail more work on my end. That would entail more work on whoever leases the beat for me. And I, I kind of want to stray away from that. Like for me, I feel like uh, with the music that I create, I want people to come to me, approach me and say, hey, we, we love your ideas. We love your creativity. We have a project uh, for this motion picture or this upcoming artist. Can we fly you out or can we get you in the studio and then get you working? Mm, mm. So when you when you say that you actually go out and 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 network and meet these other people, mm -hmm. um, is that physically? Is that digitally? Uh, and how how would you go about finding them? Is it just through like Facebook groups or is this something that you've built up through the years that you know this DJ who knows this producer who knows this sound engineer? Mm, right, right. What, what was that right, well, for you? Yeah, so it's it's partially uh, who I know, right? Like I have DJ friends, I have other producer friends, and um, for the most part, um, up until recently, I've just been using social media as a means to get my product out there. But um, as of lately, I've been going to more events, more meetup groups in the Bay Area, and um, I've just went to an iStandard event uh, this past Monday, which was really dope because they have uh, platinum Grammy-winning producers there that you know we have an opportunity to present our art to oh wow you know they'll critique it or they'll exchange contact information with you if they really feel that uh you're truly passionate about what yeah. you want to it's do almost like 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 going out for finding influencers mm -hmm. right right and well it's almost like a job fair and <laughs> to yeah. like to, going back to your thing like he has something that he can offer 
to the industry, to artists and to other producers. And he is, he's created a brand IDK and he wants to continue that and, and market it as such. So when people hear that particular noise, they'll say, Oh, that was influenced by mm -hmm. junior or so-and-so right. and, and, and whatnot. And that, that is something that what a lot of people don't do. Yeah. They sit behind their keyboard or your, you know, your synthesizer, uh, and, and whatnot. And they do everything behind the keyboard and that's great. You can be the keyboard warrior, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. network marketing can only do so much. You have to actually go out you have to spend right. the money and you have to spend the time. And as you and I are both families, like we have kids and we have other responsibilities. It's, it's a, that's the hard part of prioritizing. Yeah. And the last, yeah. last podcast you said, junior, you mm -hmm. were very, uh, uh grateful that your 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 wife was like you know uh yeah very supportive supportive, supportive yeah supportive sugar mama and, <laughs> and that's huge man yeah that's huge you know but yeah you got to find the time to go to do these things yeah. yeah exactly that's actually what i've been doing now is i'm i'm kind of old school i'm still all, all about that human connection and like trying to meet in person, like the old days when we go prospecting, trying to we're trying to sell something. Easiest thing to do is go to a shopping mall and ask each individual person. And then social media came out where everyone now is like trying to create content, inbound marketing. But I still never lose touch to the in personness. So yeah. for me, with the whole my podcast, I noticed what works really well in regards to just building relationships. Who then people become my audience is talking on Twitter. Or Instagram and really having like deep conversations like my audience isn't just people listening to my content it's people I actually give a fuck about and I'm actually mm -hmm. watching their videos I, I'm actually genuinely interested in them and it kind of gets to the point where it's like they're like hey I have this event going on you should come check it out and I'm actually like I'm gonna go fucking check that out because I think it's dope I think you're a dope person if you want to be a guest on my show great if you want to listen to my podcast great but if you don't that's fine too but that net that networking making friends i think it's um super important like i can't i know i can't just stay behind the keyboard and try to find people online i think going out and trying to meet per people is like is huge but one thing yeah. i'm i'm going to do on my end for my podcast is even though i'm going to as i go out to meet people since i've been vlogging i'm going to vlog my experiences going to these events meeting people and i'm going to use that to to bite size it into different content to show people uh that that's something that i'm doing too so i'm looking to do that next week and the following weeks because i in my job i work 10 months a year i have a 10 month contract and though i could work 12 months and make more money i decided you know what i'll make less and just work 10 months so i'm really excited for this summer to just fucking go full time and like <laughs> go to job fairs go to like these meetups I'm going to fucking like get out of the house as much as possible. But when I saw you junior going to that networking event, I'm like, hell yeah, that's like that, that human connection. And I can't lose touch of, and that's how yeah, I think yeah. I'm, I'm growing my audience. I'm, and it's one for me, it's super important too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like having that face to face, that one-on-one -on -one experience with people that you're wanting to work with, you know, right. it makes a, a lasting impression more so than well, just social media. Mm -hmm. it, it's also for you, uh, Junior, like when you when you give somebody a track and you, hey, listen to this, I, I have a copy of it on SoundCloud, your your uh, your your friend that you give it to, they'll just send you a message back. Yeah, dude, that was dope. But when you actually see it in their face, yeah, how they're yeah. like bobbing to the beat and you see like their their smirk go up like, oh, yeah, this shit's <laughs> tight, man. Like that's like that kind of stuff. Like that's ephemeral. That's yeah. so like that's something that you can't do through you know ones and zeros for the data waves. You got to yeah. do it in person. Yeah. It's true. But I see true. where where Junior is getting at, and he's networking, making connections, putting out his music. Uh, let's let's move to Tony real quick. If you could talk about what you're doing, and I know you do a lot of in person stuff too, because you create content. You're going to all these conventions, mm -hmm. uh, but kind of tell us what you're working on, where you're at, where you're looking to go get to. So I actually just had a press event in San Francisco called Pepcom, and it was just a co collaboration of about 20 to 30 different uh, tech companies. And they were basically showing off what's coming out into the consumer market, uh, whether it be uh, Shure, you know, the, the microphone and audio company, 
um, all the way to Netgear, to Lenovo, and a bunch of other companies. Uh, Neofect was out there. And the whole goal of doing that for the channel is because they can send me, you know, they can send me this stuff. Like they can send me products. Yeah. They send me products all the time and I, and I review it when I, when I do it. But to actually talk to the person that designed it, yeah. to actually see how much love and passion that they have behind it really gets me excited. Even if the product's a piece of shit. <laughs> like I, 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 I've talked to a couple of people. Hey, where do you think it's hard? Do you think it's harder than when you meet someone in person and then you find out their thing is like a is not that good? And when you do have to review it, you're like, "Fuck!" It's hard for me to give my honest opinion because I met this guy and he's so cool. It's hard, but my job isn't to sugarcoat. Mm, you know, I, I won't. True, I yeah. won't. I won't be like like totally. Uh, you know, um, like negative about it. Yeah. I, I will Soften say something along bit. the. Yeah, I'll say like you know along the lines of. His idea was great, and he has a, a huge, you know, a, a, a game plan as of what's going to happen. But as it stands right now, I wouldn't spend the money for mm. blah blah blah. I like that sandwich um, technique. Tell him something yeah, good, exactly. then you give him the bad news, and then you soften it again at the end. Yeah, solid. You're a nice. Person. Um, well, I actually <laughs> there there was a company where they were really proud of uh, one of their products, and I pretty much poo pooed it in one of my videos. And they sent me an email right away. They said, "You're doing it wrong." I'm like, "No, I'm not." So I took oh, <laughs> I took two months working with them. Yeah, and they said if they said to me, "If we fix this for you, you have to fix that video." I said, "Fine, I, I will do that." And after two months, they said, "Okay, there's something wrong with our product." Yeah. So I was like, all right, and I told you. You know, that's what I'm doing on my part. See, I think for me, I'm trying to build an audience who sees my content as a, a resource, a source of maybe entertainment, maybe some mm -hmm. inspiration, something they could learn from. And as I'm building this audience, I realize it's important for me to not just put out content and be the one talking and talking, but to also pay attention to other people. And then I noticed I was like reaching out to people in the Bay Area who may not be in something that I'm that into. And as we were talking, I realized like, damn, I'm actually not that into like what they do or our conversation. It's just not jiving. So now mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to focus on what I actually genuinely am interested in. I'm interested in things like tech, fucking video games, like music, culture, arts, movies, uh, social justice, ed education, of course. I work in fucking education. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to focus on just talking to people in these people in recruiting. So when I notice when I'm talking to these people, I'm having like a genuine conversation that I actually enjoy rather than forcing myself to just try to talk to everybody and try to like make a way to connect. It's like I got to I, I got to know who I am and I have to be genuine. I think being honest is super important because it conveys with my uh, attitude also. Like there are some guests I have where when we talk, Sometimes I'm being more conscious now of there might be some people who I really jive with, like you, Tony, or Junior, and that I could tell that conversation flows really easily. And then there's some people who's in the field that I'm not that into, and I try to force myself to be into it, but it just doesn't feel right. But it's mm -hmm. not that I can't have a have them like as a guest. I'll just be more of a listener, curious about what they do. But I think my the main point I'm trying to get at is like what you did being honest about yourself, I think that's so fucking hard to do. But I think as I'm learning to do that in what I'm doing, I could tell this is the right path. So so I want to ask both of you guys, because, John, you were talking about going out and actually talking to people. Junior, obviously, you're going out to all these meetups and everything and putting yourself out there. Um, to, to people that want to do this and they finally realize that they actually have to get up off their ass and go out and talk to mm -hmm. people, but if they're too too scared... What, what would you recommend to those people to get out of that, to, to get over that, that scared, to the, that phobia of being shot down? I mean, we, we've had years of being shot down, you know. Yeah. Uh, Dude, Junior <clears> was <throat> just talking about, you remember, <laughs> Junior, you were, you were just telling me about how you're going to the event and at first it's like, oh, it's a little like nerve wracking to go. But then you still like went and all that. Yeah, I still went, man. I mean, like for me, like if I go out to like these networking events and stuff, it's, I'm the type to just kind of lay back in the background and just observe and, and like not really talk to people. And I, f I feel like for me, that's like, I, I have to get out of my comfort zone and really, you know, get over my, my fear, my nervousness of, you know, actually talking to these folks. But mm -hmm. um, I mean, if you're, 
if, if you're new to networking and you're not comfortable talking, just go and show face. Yeah. You know? yeah. And just say, what's up? You, you don't necessarily have to talk about anything. You can just go and be like, hey, what's up? My name is Junior. I go by IDK. I'm a producer. Yeah. As, I think for me, like, it's easy for me to show up to some events because I'm genuinely into it. Like, Tony, I see you going to all these tech events. It's easy because you're into it. But I think to actually work the room, that's like a hard thing to do for some people. Um, yeah, it's I feel like take Tony, some time. It, I mean, Tony does it pretty Tony well. Tony fucking kills it though, man. He's like <laughs> at these events, like this guy fucking interviewing people, people walking in front of his camera, but he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, Tony, you're good at networking. You're like you're you're good at just engaging with people. I think what it is for me is that I, like you said, I'm genuinely interested in what what people can bring to the table, yeah. and not necessarily what they're showing off, but also why why they're there. Like, yeah. um, what what are they getting out of being at this event? So I'm going to E3 in, in three weeks, and and I've already received a couple of messages from these game developers that are very very tiny. And they have a, a, a very small booth set up and they're going to show off their game in this huge hall with hundreds of other game developers. And they're from Croatia. And uh -huh. I just emailed them and I said, why is your game better than so-and-so? Why should, why should I come by and interview you? And, and the guy basically put his heart on, on the table. He said, this has been something I've been working on for the f last five years. I've gone bankrupt over it, but I love what I do. And I really feel like people are going to love what they see. And I was like, all right, that's all I need. I, that kind of passion. Yeah. The genuineness, the authenticity. You know? yeah. Exactly. And if I get somebody else, and I won't name the company, I asked the guy, why is your game awesome? He's like, because we're the fucking... We're, we're you know we're the fucking shit I'm like okay that doesn't really help yeah. me you know and i think we're on an interesting you know? topic because we're both like agreeing that to grow our businesses to grow our projects that face-to-face -face is really important uh, and and i think it's really important too and i'm trying and also when i'm trying to find people i'm not trying to make every person convinced to watch my podcast or to be interested or to be a guest i'm trying to find people who are trying to find me like they're into my stuff already and let's and let's genuinely have a good friendship or a good chat. But when it comes to finding events, what, what things do you guys use? Do you use like meetup.com? Are you guys like, you guys find out events about events on like Instagram or Twitter? Oh, I'm a, I'm a fan of meetup. Oh, meetup.com? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, actually, um, yeah, I went too. to a couple events. I, I found a couple events for meetup.com and it's pretty cool. I like meetup. Um, I usually go directly to the source. So there's like, uh, for producers, there's, there's iStandard Producers, which is a really cool producer community. Um, there's Unquantize that does a lot of things. There's also ASCAP and BMI who have, um, you know, seminars and. Yeah. and are, are those, are those like them. local events or is that like nationwide? Nationwide for the okay. most part. I mean, Meetup is pretty much the only local uh, app yeah. or website that I go through for local events. Yeah, Meetup I use too. I yeah. think that's a good one. And Twitter. I see a lot of people posting stuff on Twitter. Oh events. my gosh, Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And then, dude, yeah, I'm on Twitter. Like, I'm sending out so much tweets on Twitter. I'm like, I'm fucking talking. On, that's what I do on BART all day. I'm just fucking tweeting so much people. But there's so much like events you could find. And some people post it through Meetup, but Twitter is where yeah. I find a lot of events. Tony, you go to what? a lot of like the major conferences though. I, yeah, I go to a lot of those, and those are because I've been there for, for years. But the smaller conferences, um, just like you, um, I find out about them through people. Yeah. So, you know, like Junior, you were saying you have your other DJ friends and whatnot. They might mention in a tweet or an Instagram post, hey, I'm going to be at this place uh, as a meetup. Um, hit me up if you want to come come by. And that's basically the same thing with us in the in the tech world. Yeah. And some of these... Some of these meetups are more engineer or uh, program uh, like focus, so yeah. they're not really something for me as the press to to kind of look at. Um, but it at least gives me a stepping off point to uh, to go to be completely confused as to what they're talking about, <laughs> but, but also find other people 
that are like me in the same kind of vein of like, I'm interested in this, but yeah. not so much, but I want to see like the end result and want to see what is going to be consumer facing. Right. And I find right. those other people and then boom, we're Twitter friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and it just proliferates. Yeah. I think a lot of times when we're growing stuff and we use like social media, sometimes in the beginning I would pay attention to like followers, but now I'm like, I don't give a fuck about it. But whenever I do meet someone in person, it's just naturally like we end up following each other and actually not just following like you're a fake bot or following for the sake of just like, uh, I'll just follow, but it means nothing. But I feel like once we actually meet in person and we actually follow each other, we actually do like each other's stuff. We actually comment. We actually read each other's captions on the images. <laughs> like that's how you know, like this is a real fucking human connection rather than something that's more like, uh, it's just in the, more of an acquaint. He's more of a social media acquaintance and shit like that. Right. Yeah. What, so I wanted to ask both of you when it yeah. comes to social media. I was just about like, to ask that, Tony. You're reading my mind. What, <laughs> do you guys use any other tools other than just showing off your, like, off your video? I know, John, you, you edit your videos beautifully for like your podcast and whatnot. Thanks, man. Thanks. And, Junior, your videos, your your videos of like of like the drum pad and everything, those are mesmerizing, and it, it's really awesome. But oh. do you use any other tools to to get other people that don't follow you, or to get you on the algorithm to get pushed up to uh, your your friends list or anything like that? Because that's the thing, I don't. Yeah. I'm terrible at social yeah, media. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Actually, Tony, though, your Twitter, like on especially on Lazy Tech TV, has a pretty good following i think right yeah but if you look at the last amount of actual tweets that we pushed out there's like just like crickets that's it <laughs> yeah oh hello hi and uh, <laughs> hello oh she just sees yeah. me waving thank you i'm gonna watch upstairs okay love you love you yeah okay okay <laughs> <He's so cute. laughs> Three walks. hey by the way listeners tony has a vlog if you ever want to see his personal life he's got some funny shit going on yeah, yeah. it's hilarious yeah dude. but it's but yeah social media i i don't pay attention to the algorithm because i think i'm way too small to think about that for now when mm -hmm. it, i noticed i think a mistake i made at first on social media was i spent way too much time creating content on social media like trying to make a really cool video or oh, this text has to be here. The color has to be right. Fuck, I got to take the picture again. But now I'm like, I think at first you do have to have like a nice looking image, but I wanted to get that down to the point where I can make it fast now. And if you look at my Instagram, you'll see that I have like a, almost a template for each one. But I wanted to just, I'm not mo focused on creating content now. Now I'm more focused on direct messaging people. And that's how I use, so, so I think 60% of my time on social media is me going on people's pages. If I want them to pay attention to me, I need to fucking pay attention to them too. So I'm fucking watching people's videos. I'm, I'm trying to find out if I really like it. And if I do, I, I DM them. I comment on their pictures. And it's all just, it's actually genuine conversations. Like I literally, I talked to this girl. She is, has a startup. It's a virtual reality startup where she wants classrooms to have virtual reality. And she, she was a historian. She, was a, she worked at uh, Washington, D.C. She worked for the Smithsonian, like the Barack Obama portraits and president portraits. And she created a VR virtual reality like museum tour experience. Oh, shit. And then That's now dope. she's like expanding it to all the classrooms. So now classrooms, as they're talking about history, they could put on their VR tool and go to this museum. It's called a... Curated Kai, so shout out to Kai. She might be a guest on June in June, but she's super busy with a bunch of stuff. She's pitching her idea. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, and literally, like, we were just talking. We were talking about fucking Anderson Pock, the musician dude, who I'm like super hooked on ever since um, that. Uh, what's it called? That one commercial came out. Um, fuck, I forgot what it's called. But we were just talking late at night about music, talking about VR, talking about. Um, technology, talking about education. And I was like, dude, she's really fucking dope. And then she actually checked out some of my stuff. And I screenshotted some of the stuff I checked out with her. I actually did the uh, virtual reality Smithsonian Museum that she did. And I'm like, this is fucking dope. This is the future. And we were talking to like 1 a.m. And then she was like, I want, hey, I, want, 
I could be a guest on your show. And it just ha happened so smoothly, so naturally. So a lot of my social media stuff is just like one-on-one -on -one conversations like that rather than trying to like create the right content and paying attention mm -hmm. to like okay. what time of the day am I going to post it that's going to attract the most like engagement. I, I, I barely pay attention to that because I think I'm way too small to think about that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, um, I only use, I really only use Instagram, man. I don't yeah. use any tools, like no third-party apps or anything. Like, I feel like hashtags is probably like the biggest tool that I use. Yeah. Actually, mm -hmm. for me, I'm not a, I'm not, for my content, I don't, I used to be, spend so much time researching the hashtags. And you have a limit of 30 hashtags per post. So right. I would research each hashtag and make sure. Really? Was, there's a limit? I didn't yeah. know this. <laughs> there's a limit. There's a limit. <laughs> And then the I put like yeah. five, maybe. Yeah. And the technique I always do is I put the hashtags in my first comment section. That way, the hashtags don't show up in the captions because yeah. it it, uh, it barrages it. Yeah. But then there's a limit of thirty, and I paid super close attention to the hashtags. I went on each hashtag. I liked people's hash uh, people on the hashtags, commenting on theirs. But I realized for my content, since it's not like a main need. And I'm not like a super, I'm not like some girl tweak twerking is like, dude, or hella funny ass content. I was like, the hashtag game for me didn't work too well. And a lot of times when I use hashtags, you get a lot of bots that are following mm -hmm. and liking you. Like, you know, it's not, Yeah. it's just a, a program they use. Yeah, so I now that. I don't pay too much attention to the hashtags. What I actually do now is I use Twitter because I think Twitter is, for me, I focus on local. On Twitter, you could search keywords and you could type near you. And you can see mm -hmm. everyone t tweeting something related to that. And then I talk to those people on Twitter. And then I follow them on Instagram. Then we end up talking on Instagram. So I use Twitter to find people. And then oh, it kind of kind of segue into like another platform. That's, yeah. yeah because on, on, on Instagram, I can't search people locally. I could search people who tagged like San Francisco or Bay Area. But yeah. that's only if the person checked in in that field. But other right. than that, I can't do a, a radius search. So I use Twitter search for that. And once I find people who are talking, then I check them out on Instagram and we connect there too. Yeah. Do you find it better to, to DM on Instagram versus just DMing on Twitter? I do or are you both. just like. I, I, I do Twitter both. first. I see, where, I see where their attention is. Like if they're more on Instagram, I'll, I'll do more on Instagram. If they're more on Twitter, they're more on Twitter. And what mm -hmm. I do also on Twitter is say I see so, like in Oakland, they have this thing called uh, the Kapoor Center, which I'm like a big fan of. They do like they promote like local entrepreneurship and social entrepreneurship. I'm like, these are the fucking this is the thing I'm into. What are these people up to? So when I saw someone tweet it, what I do was I looked at everyone commenting and I looked at their profiles and I realized, oh, shit, these are all local people, too. So I started commenting on the commenters and following the commenters. And everyone liking the post, I started seeing who was liking it. And then I started talking to each one of them. So that's how I started like drilling in deep on each one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is true networking at its finest. <laughs> this is how yeah. you do it. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, that's how it, I do it. it. But that's it, my, but that's my social media stuff. Yeah. It's real because like, you know, you, you've seen, and, and I, I, I'll admit, I, I do this for, for my vaping channel as well, but you'll, you'll see these posts say, Hey, if you like my post and enter and you know, and you're, you're automatically entered for this giveaway or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or if you, if you follow me, you're automatically entered for this giveaway and you get all these fake followers. that just want to give away. Yeah. So you don't, you don't get the, you know, you, you get connection. You, yeah. You don't get the connection. You don't get the. You get a bunch of bots, and you you yes, only get people yes. that want free crap, right? Yeah. You don't you don't get the people that are genuine. But what you're doing is you're actually digging deep into. Uh, you're doing something a little bit different, and maybe Junior, you could benefit from it too because it's local. Um, yeah. And I guess I could too, to a certain degree, to to localize it. Uh, that would make it kind of better to have that meetup capability. Where it's like, hey, I found this guy through this comment, through this comment, who also liked Elon Musk, and I went to a, yeah. this old page over here. <laughs> yeah. And we're all on, into the same. On, we're both into the same yeah. thing. And I'm actually, I think networking is just making friends. And I'm genuinely, that's where like I really respected you on being honest, because I'm actually genuinely interested in someone who I think would be a, a cool friend. And I'm not expecting them to pay attention to my stuff. I don't care if they follow me. I'm not throwing any right hooks like, hey, man, subscribe to my thing. I'm actually right. like literally like having a dope conversation with this person. 
And I noticed that when we do hit it off, like, I don't know, they give, they're the ones like giving me feedback. They're like the ones providing so much more value. So I'm focused more on quality and depth rather than width. Yeah, I, I hate doing that. Like you, you find someone that you coalesce with and then there's that awkwardness where you're like, do I mention that I have a podcast or do I, do I, do I mention that I have, that I make music and take, yeah. take, you know, you know, pictures of buildings yeah. and stuff. Like, I don't know. Should I yeah. mention this? Like, yeah, it's, it's weird. But yeah, you know, it's, yeah. My but, current strategy is I talk with them, but I don't really mention it. But the time, but then when they look at my profile or if they follow me, they'll see that I do post. They'll content. See it. So that's what that person I said, uh, Kai, who owns that virtual reality thing, I didn't really like say, "Hey, be a." I think I did. Oh, I actually, she was talking about my podcast and how it's cool. That's when I said, "Hey, I'd love to have you as a guest." But she knew about the podcast for my Already. profile, or I think yeah. she she ended up following me. And the next day, I posted something, and she said, "Huh, that reminded me, like, uh, to email you back." And then that's how we've been talking. So I'll let my profile let them if they if they check it like hey this is what I do but when I'm engaging with them I'm not throwing that like right hook it's more like I'm just trying to actually like get a, get a good conversation or get see, to know you get to know yeah exactly yeah. I'm also thinking I always I'll always ask them like hey is, if there's anything I could help you with or if I see them on on Twitter like say oh I I, I need a job I'll like I'll uh, tag them or send them a link to someone who tweeted looking for uh, someone to fill this position. I'm like, hey, you're looking for a job? Hey, here's my contact who does have a job. So I'm actually really trying to like see what I could do to help other people. Um, that's like my whole strategy right there. But I think it takes a long, a lot of time though, because I try to spend two to three hours a day doing that. As speaking of jobs, John, I have one to offer for maybe some of your students. So we'll talk. Oh, sweet. We'll talk. Yeah, but remind yeah. me. Um, but that's the social media I use mainly Twitter, Instagram, and then I put my content, my podcast on Facebook and, and YouTube, but in regards to reaching people, engaging people, Twitter and Instagram, how many social media accounts do you have under, under Instagram? Just one work talk podcast. Just, yeah. So you don't have a John Salang saying one that's that my private one. I, that one's pr private and I don't really okay. use that one. Yeah. So when you, when you talk, when you go out and do this networking, is that the one, that's the one that you use. You don't network under your own personal, you, no, you do it yeah. under work talk. I do it okay. under work talk, but when they go on it and they see name, it says John Salang saying. Got it. Yeah. I think that's, that's, I that's the other problem that I, I have seen with people that are coming up and maybe it's a little bit different for people yeah, that you are. Have two. You have lazy tech TV, then you have Tony Hannity's and then for your yeah. other things, you have separate, um, yeah, platform I, channels for them. Yeah, it's it's a hodgepodge of 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 of, of stupidity and craziness. <laughs> but Junior, you just have one, right? Uh, uh, one for my music. I have. I think I have like four. Oh yeah, because you have one for the photography too. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Keep it separate. And that and that that was the thing. Like I don't know with Junior, since you have multiple, keeping up with all of them. That's the <laughs> oh hard part God, for me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I know you said in your last podcast, more of your passions is obviously in your in your music, and that's great. But yeah. you know, j just to keep your clients happy or keep keep them, you know, for lack of a better phrase, wet, uh, you might want to take some <laughs> more pictures. It's not you know, it's not nine thirty yet, Tony. <laughs> it's not it's not time for R. Actually, fuck it, it could be R rated. Fuck, you've been swearing this whole time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's, you know, you, you want to keep them interested, so you want to keep that active. But yeah. it's like. I'll do that tomorrow. It was like, oh, I forgot about it. I'll do it again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And it just it just keeps that back burner just keeps on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And that that's how it's been for me. That's why like my Twitter for Lazy Tech TV is like non-existent. Yeah, at one point well. you're on it. I remember. Yeah, because I only had one one thing to manage. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I do a lot though is um like especially on Instagram, I would save as drafts. So like oh. I would take like a couple hours out of the day and just come up with different things to post and just save them as drafts. Yeah. That way, like throughout the week when I don't have time or, or if I'm very limited in time, I can go back to those drafts and just post from there. 
mm. without having to think about, oh, what am I going to caption or what picture oh, am I going to post? It's bad. Video it's an awesome idea. So you save it you know, so it's, it's a huge time saver because I know, like, for me, like, um, back then, uh, Instagram, and I mean, it took a lot of my fucking time because I'm like, what are these people hashtagging? Okay. What picture am I going to post? Like, you yeah, know? overthinking it. Yeah. Yeah, overthinking it. Yeah, that's the thing with like, me. You know, concept, I'm trying to, like, not waste too much time putting content out because i want to focus more time engaging other people because there are times when i like i spent a whole like fucking like seven hours making this thing and when i thought about it i'm like 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 no one's going to be paying attention to me if i don't give them attention so i'm more interested in talking to people and paying attention to their stuff rather than me spending forever trying to make this like perfect picture but in the end not that much people might like care about true yeah but yeah, I know what you mean, man. Like fucking overthinking, like the perfect picture or video, and then like next thing you know, it's like, damn, it's like 11 p.m. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, you know, unfortunately, you have to remember the moment that you hit, you know, submit or you know, uh, or you know, create or whatever, that's going in the feed, and then it gets pushed up, and then everyone else sees other things yeah. beyond you. Exactly. You know? it gets so, so noisy. Yeah. That's why I'm all about the, yeah. the the direct messaging, and I don't know. We'll see how yeah. it goes. For now, I'm I'm enjoying it. And, uh, like, I don't pay attention to followers, but if I did, I look at the work I do as, you know what, I'm going to, if I'm going to get 10,000 followers, then I'm going to have fucking 10,000 real conversations with people. And I'm willing to do that. That's how, that's yeah, how I kind of see it. I'm willing to do that. Because I'm genuinely interested in what a lot of people do. I'm willing to put in that work to actually get to know them all. Now, I don't know if you want to leave this for the next, uh, regulars talk or whatnot but i want to talk to you guys about original content Mm. and your feeling about like when it comes to fair use or people just basically blatantly taking it Mm. without telling you and just not even giving you credit like as 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 we as the three of us are relatively small in nature to the huge world that's out there are you okay with that because Mm. hey i get out there one way or another uh, or is that something where you're like, well, I'm not a huge fan of the law, but this is where the law can be on my side. I guess it depends, right? I don't know. <laughs> it depends who steals it. If it's, if it's, yeah, it depends on yeah, it depends on who steals it. You know, <laughs> Jake, if Drake takes my song, like Dead Mouse I'll, remixes I'll, your I'll, song, go for it. Dog. Like, <laughs> go for it. I'll have my lawyer contact yours, and we can work something with it. But if it's just, I don't know, man. I, I that's think it, that's difficult for me to answer. Yeah, I think it's what? different though with juniors because that's your music, that's your product. I think mine's yeah. is a little different. Mine's, yeah, I think mine's is a little different. I, I kind of don't care too much. How about you, Tony? I, because I feel bad because there have been instances where in the past I went to SoundCloud and I I bought the song, so I did pay for it, but then I put it in a vlog. And I didn't directly tell the producer of the song that that's where I'm putting the song. Yeah. And there was one time where the guy, uh, I got hit with a copyright infringement on YouTube because of the vlog. So I contacted the guy. That happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I I contacted the guy. Said, "Hey, uh, you know, by the way, a, I'm not making any money because I'm not monetizing. Uh, B, I did buy the song, and and C, it was my bad for not contacting you for for doing Uh what I did." He's like. You know what? You were honest about it. Thank you. I'll remove the copyright infringement, and w- it was it was done. So I think if uh, when it comes to things like like that, as long as you're honest, um, or if there is a real use case for fair use, then you know, a- as a means of defense, then then fine. But um, it's hard in this world, you know, because yeah. there there was one instance uh, that a colleague of mine was showing off a phone. He was just like looking like, oh, look uh-huh. at this phone. And they used that image as a thumbnail for uh, for an advertisement in China. He got no, no, uh, well, yeah, I, but also he got no monetization. He got, he wasn't called or anything. And they said, well, it's fair use because he's holding our phone. And it was this whole like legal rigmarole that I don't even actually know how it ended up, mm. but you know, as we are creators, and although you know, John, your your stuff is more uh, as- esoteric in, in the yeah. sense that I don't know who would, you know, you know, it, uh, you know, steal your video. Yeah. 
you might, they might, you know, you know, you get to the point of Gary Vay Vaynerchuk that, you know, people are like, well, this is the origins of John and I'm just going to repost that. And they make money off of that. That's when it gets a little bit, yeah, maybe you know, we'll hazy. About that later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me close with one, one last question and then we could vibe off that. I think what we're all doing right now is trying to create something of value for people whether it's content, music, something that entertains them, something that's like a resource for them, something informational like what you're doing, Tony, as well as being entertaining. I like your stuff. And I think we're all looking to gain some attention. So what are your current strategies right now to gain some attention from people to just see what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> Junior, you go first. I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh man! And I'll and I'll say I for mean, for me, my thing is if I want attention, I need to give sixty percent of my attention to other people who I'm actually generally fucking interested in, and that's my strategy right now. That's where the individual chats are. It's all genuine people who I think are fucking dope, and. I'm giving them my attention because if I'm going to expect them to give me some attention, how am I going to do that if I don't give them any? Like I'm like when I see their like, I when I see their link on their website, they want someone to pay attention to it. You know what? I think you're cool. I'm going to pay attention to it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to watch your video, whether it's poorly made or not. But I'm actually going to give it some curious attention and tell you what I think. And I think people appreciate that. So. That's my strategy for gaining attention is by giving attention first. That makes sense. Yeah, I should do that. Because that, that, that was that was my thing. Last, <laughs> that's, when, the, that's, when, the, my, my, that's my thing, yeah. My, my, my issue for me, when we were talking about social media in the beginning, when I said I suck at it, that's, uh -huh. that's where I suck. Like, I, I don't do well enough giving attention to other people and just kind of subtly think that, well, my video is the shit. It's going to eventually pop up on somebody's feeds. And yeah. let's be honest, it probably won't unless, yeah. like you said, it is kind of a tit for tat world. So right. I, I, you know, that's something I have to live up to. I imagine it like in the real life networking. I can't just be the one always <laughs> talking, talking, talking. Like I need to sometimes ask them like, so tell me about you. And that's what, <laughs> that's how I see it. Like I see social media as like real life networking. Yeah. In real time. Yeah. Engagements yeah. and relationships. Yeah, engagements, relationships. Yeah. yeah. I think I have to be super patient on it. Because one of my friends was like, hey, man, tell everyone to follow you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nah, man, that's like weak. I don't want to go up to these people, tell them to follow me, post content. I'm, I'm going to pay attention to them. And then my one friend was like, why are you going to spend all that time watching his videos when he's not going to give a shit about yours? I'm going to say, because I give it, I like his shit. And whether he likes my shit or not, Hey, whatever. If he doesn't want to be friends, that's fine. But I do think his things, stuff is, is authentically dope. And that's it. 60% giving attention, 40% seeing if people pay attention to my stuff. So I don't yeah. know. It's, it's also quality. Thing. It's also quality over quantity. I mean, if yeah. you if you actually look at, like, for example, with when it comes to YouTube, and I, I'm sure soundcloud analytics and and the other like you know uh band camper is similar when you actually look at the analytics of people that follow you versus the, or subscribe to you and you then you actually see how many minutes that they've listened to your music or how many minutes that they've actually looked at your video there's sometimes a huge discrepancy hmm. and so i'm like so why are you following me if you're not actually watching the video and sometimes it is because a you 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 had only one awesome track and then it for whatever reason it fell off or b for my case i had a bunch of giveaways uh, of of like something really cool yeah. and that's why they would they would subscribe but then after that they don't they don't give a shit mm. so uh to have people of quality to actually carve out in social media the people that matter the person that you're watching their video, they might not give a shit about you, but you might find somebody in their comment section that does give a shit about you. Mm. And that does right. find it. And then through them, they will say, Hey, you know, John Slang Sang has this work talk podcast, or he, he does job mm. fairs. And I know you're a deadbeat asshole. You need a job, but you also need, <laughs> you need encouragement, yeah. encouragement, yeah. listen to this podcast. And, I, like and so on and so. I like what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so any listeners listening to this know that, 
you're, you probably like I comment on almost every picture I see because I'm genuinely like this is kind of cool rather than I think everyone's so used to liking but not too much people nowadays are actually like talking oh, yeah so now I'm like you know what comment. I'm gonna be a fucking social butterfly on the internet so I'm just fucking yeah. messaging everybody yeah so, I don't just, know. that's my strategy because I don't think yeah. I have content that's really gonna captivate someone I just it's just not that nature it's not a fucking like puppy dog with fucking funny ass music playing that's gonna go viral like so i know that's that's not the nature of my product so I, that's why it's even more important for me to give a shit about other people first yeah yeah i agree too it's it for me i'd rather have you know a hundred people who truly fuck with what i do and mm. engage with my content than having ten thousand people who just double tap on a picture or yeah. a video they only followed you because yeah. yeah you had a picture showing your ass yeah. or something that whole like, genuine engagement <laughs> a lot more mm -hmm. to me than a massive yeah. following yeah that's why i thought it was dope you went to that networking event you know junior what i think you could have did i think you if you go to these networking events i think you could all you could start a vlog and you should twerk and twerk yes <laughs> yes a blog and twerking. Vlog and twerk. Every event you go to. <laughs> I'll have you guys with me. We'll call it twerk vlogs. But I'm going to vlog so the, the events I go to that I'm, I'm actually digging from the people I'm talking to. I'm going to vlog it and, and, and go there and vlog. So, yeah. yeah that's, that's a, a, that's a, a bomb-ass idea, thing. dude. Yeah. yeah. To me, the vlogging that I'm doing is I look at like the, like you know WWF like in wrestling they have the matches but then also the when you're watching WWF you're seeing like the announcers talking you're seeing like a little skit of the wrestlers in the fucking locker room and, mm -hmm. and some the promo like yeah like something that's all like context around the actual match to make you now when you're watching the match it has some context cuz you know what happened in the back room so for yeah. my podcast those are like the wrestling matches, but the vlog is all that other context to better tell that story. So like but when I vlog me going to someone's event and all of a sudden people see that, oh, that person he went to, he met on the vlog, she's going to be on the podcast talking about what she does. I think it, it, it's just like better storytelling. But man, fuck, vlogging takes a long time too, man. Yeah. <laughs> people, people like seeing behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I, I was watching um, H three H three podcasts, and, mm -hmm. and and they were they were talking about something very basic, which was setting up the podcast, like how 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 they how they set it up, how they how they organize, yeah. you know, the cameras, how they, how they do the how they have a producer yeah. that gets all the guests and everything. And I loved that podcast. I'm actually not a fan of their podcast, but just hearing how they do mm -hmm. it was interesting to me. So vlogging um events yeah. like meetups and whatnot yeah, another way i definitely i do i think junior could fucking do a dope vlog oh yeah it doesn't yeah. have to be like the best vlog but just seeing like just seeing the creative behind process. the scenes. yeah like you literally yeah. like like trying to build something and just like you're you're making it and then you comment on like dude i couldn't fucking think of a good idea and you know fuck i go gotta go for a walk and you're just like walking and you're like fuck and you're just like looking at like <laughs> at that bike that fell on the grass and you're like oh shit like it's making me think about that time when i was a kid you know like, oh fuck and then you go in the room and you're making it and you're like oh shit this is dope and then when i'm watching the vlog i'm like oh shit i want to see what he made or you can even use what you made in the vlog like uh, i think juniors like if you had a vlog that'd be dope man that'd be dope man because it storytells like who you are so when they hear your um, music it's not just like the beat but it's the person who made the beat too it's like, yeah, oh, this is the yeah. guy who went through this. He's going through that struggle. He has a kid. He has a family. He's a, he's a cool guy. Like, I think that'd be sick. But Junior, you were saying the last time when you have a creative block, you don't listen to music anymore. You just go off and fuck off due to other things. Yeah, yeah. We would like. Part, I know. Yeah. I want to see that. We we would like to see what those other things are. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, if see it's how long it takes to make the beats, I want to. If it's just yeah. yeah, if it's just driving, like where 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 how does it organically come to fruition? Uh, you know, once you hit you know yeah. export, and that's I, awesome. What I start doing on my vlog now is when I catch that seven minutes, I'm gonna I start to splice it into little chunks, and that'll be like my extra Instagram post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Junior having a vlog would be fuck. That'd be dope. We'll see, man. Like, <laughs> Junior's like, what you I don't know. Like when I look at you guys in front of the camera, 
It's like you guys make this shit look so easy, dude. It's just practice, though. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I'll say like, I, I never. You make your music I production look nervous, easy. man. I still, I still stumble when the whenever the camera's on. Just it's something that I gotta get used to. But and, it's funny when you said that, and when you said it at, in our podcast, I didn't know that from you. When I saw you on YouTube, I'm like, dude, he's hella chill. He's hella calm. Like it's nothing. I didn't know yeah, you're oh, nervous. Man. Like ner- kind of like it was. It felt off until you told me. So. But also, like, even if you're off, that's you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, one of one of my other podcasts that I do uh, with the with a uh, dear friend of mine who who works in the same industry as I do, he doesn't like to do the podcast live because he stumbles his words a lot. So I have to go in and edit that part out. Oh, okay. And okay. it's it's slowly but surely happening less, which is great. But for me, yeah, it's a lot of work to edit. Well, it's not just, it's not just that I don't mind the interruptions. I don't Uh mind the uh coughs. I don't mind the, Oh God, I I didn't, uh, let me start over. I don't mind saying that the the daughter walking in the room. Yeah. That's totally, yeah, that's great because that's life. Yeah. Actually, someone who was listening to, listening to my podcast, there was a, one of my podcasts, uh, Cynthia walked in the room and, uh, I saw that. Yeah, the, and then yeah. she told me she really liked that part because it almost gave it an authentic feel. It humanizes it you. Humanizes it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it it shows. It sh- well, it also shows people that you know, you know, with all due respect to all of us, we're not like super special. Yeah. We are everyday people just trying to make make things work yeah. for I'm us. Not for that us. good looking. Not like Tony, who's fucking. GP. I'm not good looking at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we. But you know, we we make it work with a work life balance, and sometimes mm. life literally happens to be in this other part of the frame, <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I, I'll just end it with saying that would be dope if Junior had a had a vlog. But hell yeah, that's yeah, up to you because that's oh, a lot of fucking time. Man. I'm just saying, <laughs> like if you if you vlog your experience going to that event on Monday, like ugh, that would have been sick. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, I'll, I'll end it because we did go over the 30 minutes, but that's because this is my first time doing this. But I think it was just like great talking to you guys. You guys gave me some good ideas. Um, I'm, I'm juiced. I'm ready to get to work on it. I like your idea, oh Junior, God. about with Instagram, like saving it as drafts. I'm like, shit, I didn't think yeah, about that. Yeah, the drafts. That. Yeah, that's super smart. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's it, guys. Appreciate your time. Um, and I'll hit you up on the next time I do this. Maybe next week or maybe in two weeks. That works. Yeah. Awesome. All right, y'all. Sounds good. <laughs>